a Monday morning, and you know what that means. Streamers, welcome back to the Isolation Station. Well, this is Daz Does Disney, and I'm your host. It's me. It's me. It's the DOZ. Landon the Daz Don't kicking your week off the right way with a little bit of Disney news coming out of the House of the Mouse in Orlando, Florida. We are talking all things Walt Disney World Resort, and I can do this by myself, but it's not nearly as much fun. So at this time, I would like to bring in my friend and yours. I would like to bring in my tag team partner, my co-host. You know her. You love her. She is the rising star in the podcasting game. She is the rising star in the streaming and Twitch world. Follow her on Twitter at AsianZing95. Download her podcast, Adventures with Steppers, wherever you get your fine podcast, and follow her on her Twitch streaming as well. It's Steppers! Steppers, what's up, my friend? How you doing? Oh my God. Yeah, this is a very exciting... Well, no. This is... I guess we have one more show. This is a very exciting episode for you because it's the final countdown to your ever ever pending doom and it's so exciting yeah yeah you could feel the excitement coming from one of us about my trip down to <laughs> halloween horror night at universal studios um uh, or as i lovingly refer to it mickey scary is f- halloween party um okay but hear me out okay. you are going to the actual mickey halloween party so you get the best of both worlds as my lovely and most famous friend once said hannah montana and <laughs> I think that that is a beautiful thing. Like yes. I'm, I, it's funny because I've never done both. So I really, really, really am excited for you to like go, as I like to say on my Twitch stream, that you're probably going to have to bleep this out. Go deep into the experience. <laughs> well, it is, it, it is interesting that not only am I doing both Halloween Horror Night and Mickey's Not So Scary on the same trip, I'm really bookending my trip with these experiences. I'm starting with Halloween Horror Night and then I'm ending it with Mickey's Not So Scary. So I'm practically jumping headfirst into the deep end mm-hmm. and I'm walking to the shallow end of the pool. I'm Assuming glad you're I doing survive that. jumping headfirst. You'll be fine. Yeah, famous it's fine. last word, Steffers. Famous you, last You'll word. end the trip with some candy and some uh, what do they give for not so scary? Uh, Cocos for very merry, right? So what are the mm-hmm. popcorn, ice cream? I don't know what they give. Is it just candy? It's just I don't, candy. I, just, and, and, well, then and they, you get to leave and like get cavities to make exactly. you feel better. I think that that's a great like consolation prize for sure. And I do actually have a dentist appointment after. I that's get disgusting. Back from that's Orlando. my least favorite doctor. I'm so sorry if anyone who listens is a dentist, but I just. I have a phobia. It's probably like, like dealing with it my whole life because me and my brother literally, like, we eat the same things. His teeth just like him more than my teeth do. <laughs> so I grew up with like a bajillion cavities. Mm. I have a super sweet tooth. Like, yeah. It's as I've gotten older, obviously, like I've gotten better about it, but like I still am prone to cavities, and it's just the way that I live. And I'm, it's fine. Like this isn't a cry for help. But anyway. I'm just excited. I'm very happy. I'm excited. I probably I'll be on the next show, but then probably not on a couple of them. So Mm -hmm. just get your fill of the stuffers now because I'm so, so, so excited to hear about Landon's experience of life. Well, uh, thank you for the excitement. I, uh, despite my uh, cries of terror and and or help about my trip down to uh, Halloween Horror Night, I am looking forward to that. Me and the smoking hot girlfriend are going to be attending 
our first Halloween Horror Nights in the upcoming weeks. And speaking of the upcoming schedule for Does Does Disney next week, uh, as of right now, is going to be a regularly scheduled episode. Then the week after the episode that airs on September 12th, I will be in Orlando, Florida. So it will be a very special episode with the Smoking Hot Girlfriend. She agreed to do it. Not only did she agree to do it, we've already recorded it. I just have to Yay! edit it down. She did phenomenal. Yeah, uh-huh. She's I love already, it. Yeah, she's already said uh, she wants to achieve Lotus status, and I told her, don't aim Challenge for something. Challenge accepted. Yeah, don't aim for something you, <laughs> you can't hit, because not even I can can achieve Lotus status. Nobody nobody can do what the Lotus does. By the way- I mean, uh, that's fair. Uh, the Lotus has agreed to rejoin the podcast in the future, so all the fans of the Lotus clamoring for her return, that is coming in the future. We're just, uh, my people are having to call her people and we'll figure mm. something out. But Steffers did mention uh, the episode on the 12th, she will not be on. And I believe the episode that airs on the 19th, she will also not be on. Cause then I will be on, or I will be in Orlando. We're doing a whole switcheroony weekends. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My people and his people, it wasn't, you know, it happens. Yeah, like in real life, me and Steffers, we're, we're like East Coast versus West Coast type situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, not really. Not at all. But uh, but maybe, uh, assuming that the smoking hot girlfriend is still talking to me by the end of our trip down to Orlando, Florida, she can then come back on the podcast because we're going to preview our trip down there. And then maybe we can do a breakdown of what happened and uh, we can talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, and uh, how many heart attacks I had just walking by the bug house, not even going in it. Because because Universal thought it was a good idea to make a uh, haunted house themed about bugs. What the actual hell? Creepy crawlies. We love it. <laughs> but, no, I uh, mean, I scream in my backyard when, like, a beetle crawls around me. So, like, I it's fine. I get yeah. it. No Espino Universal. No But uh, that is uh, something to look forward to. But this week, it is a still regularly scheduled podcast. And we do want to kick your week off the right way. What you come down here for to lit. Wow, I've said that really good. Maybe I should just go ahead and take a vacation. Bye, everybody. No. Um, we want to give you some Disney news. What y'all came here for. And uh, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, there is still that whole ongoing Reedy Creek Improvement District uh the disillusion uh dissolvement thing going on with a uh, real life disney villain florida governor ron desantis uh, according to a report from the orlando business journal uh florida governor ron desantis and other interested parties have asked a judge to dismiss a lawsuit over the dissolution of the reedy creek improvement district because you might have forgotten but back in may a lawsuit was brought against desantis and others over their plans to dismantle the Reedy Creek Improvement District. A week later, a judge dismissed that lawsuit. But almost immediately, by the end of May, the lawsuit was refiled and has been active ever since. Now, DeSantis and other interested parties, they're asking the judge to dismiss the refiled lawsuit. And their argument in part reads, quote, the plaintiffs have no legal right to prohibit the state of Florida from dissolving governmental entities created by state law, yet plaintiffs' premature scattershot complaints attempt to do just that, end quote. Here's the interesting part. Disney blog points out that the motion from DeSantis also seems to indicate that there's a dissolution, that the dissolution of the Reedy Creek Improvement District may not even happen. The interesting part of their argument, quote, 
complaint utterly fails to identify sufficient ultimate facts showing how the potential dissolution of the Reedy Creek Improvement District pursuant of the state law, assuming such dissolution were to occur, could possibly infringe on the right as a taxpayer, end quote. Now, there is still a lot of time before the deadline of June 23rd um, for the planned dismantling of the Reedy Creek Improvement District. And DeSantis is, well, DeSantis, and who knows what he has up his sleeve. But if you remember when all of this news started popping off, I thought that this was a lot of blustering and empty threats by Ron DeSantis and his ilk wanting to pound his, his chest and say to his base, throw them red meat saying that he took on quote woke Disney. I still think that's what this is going to end up being down, especially as DeSantis continues to throw his name into uh, the upcoming presidential election on the GOP side of the 2024 election. We're not here to talk about politics, but I just want to say this is something still to keep an eye on. And as more develops on this story, we will bring you updates because, uh, there's a lot of money tied up in this for Disney and the money tied up could and probably will impact Disney park improvements and future projects going forward. But uh, yeah, because I'll be honest, it's like up until this popped off uh, and popped up last week, kind of out of sight, out of mind when it comes to the whole Reedy Creek Improvement District situation. When it comes to uh, what DeSantis and his ilk are trying to pull down in uh, the state of Florida. Florida, Florida. Sorry, I just wanted to sing Florida. That's no, no, I, I understand. There's really no good uh, way to get out of that story. There's no good transition. So from uh, bad news for to me good to news. you. Yeah, good news. Uh, I'm going to take this one because yes. I have many creator friends, a lot of followers and all the things that are participating or have participated in the Disney College program. And if you are looking to apply spring 2023 applications to open today, as you are listening to this podcast, um, more details are coming, but the hiring window should be for programs that will run in the first half of 2023. So if you're interested in the DCP, I would definitely check that out. That is probably one of my bigger regrets in college, not trying to join mm -hmm. the DCP, but I also don't think I knew enough about it until After the, the end fact. of my college exactly. yeah until like the yeah. the end of my college career so that's one of those things where if you're interested please go do it um and let me know how it goes for you yeah if, i i love i love hearing people's experiences yeah that is kind of one of those things i regret not doing in uh in, in college but at the same time i kind of didn't know about it until mm -hmm. it was a little bit too late and plus it's like if i did do the college program for disney i don't know if i would have ended up in the field that i am now and for better or for worse i love my job and i love what i do and i love where i'm where i'm at at life i mean life for me is pretty dang good that so all it, worked out exactly it did it's one of those butterfly effect things but if uh the uh, disney college program is something you or maybe uh, a graduating high school student might be interested in visit jobs.disneycareer.com disney dash programs uh the disney college program uh Dis disney has invested extensively in this even building a brand new apartment complex and yes i saw near it. the walt disney world property uh so uh it. it looks pretty dang cool from pictures now granted uh steffers and i even though steffers is you know young and stuff we have aged out of this so you know uh if anybody signs up uh, <laughs> let us know about that let us know 
I've had my I've had my in between 25 and 30 existential crisis already. It's it's going great. I've been 27 for a whole two and a half. Ah, oh, that's cute. You think there's only one Steffers? You mm. ah, you naive young. We're child. doing great, y'all. We're doing great. It's fine. We're doing fine. Well, um, mm. it's it's fine. Uh, oh, this is. Oh, this is actually a good news article. I read this wrong, but attention, APs of the world. Disney World has increased the annual pass holder merchandise discount for a limited time only. From September 14th through October 14th, 2022, the pass holder merchandise discount will temporarily increase from 20% to 30% at owned and operated locations across Walt Disney World Resort. Now is your chance to put together your spooky season look with items from the newest Halloween collections or find that special Walt Disney World 50th anniversary celebration must-have. For merchandise discounts, each pass holder must present a valid pass holder ID and government-issued photo ID at the time of purchase to receive the discount. And here's a tip. Save time at select locations when you can scan and pay for merchandise items right on your phone using merchandise mobile checkout on the My Disney Experience app. Yes. And yes. scene. Good job. Um, Nailed it. I will say I went to World of Disney where they have that scan and pay thing. Amazing. Game changer. I love it. It is a absolutely love game it. changer. I uh, literally is- had one thing. Boom. Y'all are lonely here. Check my receipt. Done. <laughs> well, especially going to World of Disney in Disney Springs. That line is always long. Insane. Like, like bukus of people, no matter what time of day you're going in, you're going to be standing in line. And if you're standing in line on, on Disney, it better be for a ride, not to check out at World of Disney. But if you do use the merchandise mobile checkout, A, it saves time. And B, uh, like this tip says, you can still get your AP discounts uh, September 14th through October 14th. Uh, you do get an additional 10%. Unfortunately, I don't see it applied online. I could be wrong on that, but... Uh, Double check that. Uh, and also, this is just a personal note. I'm a little salty that this uh, this uh, sale starts almost immediately after I leave Orlando, Florida. They knew you were coming. Exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's like, it's oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that, that cash cow idiot Landon's coming back. Time to get him. Gotcha. But uh, some other annual pass news. No, they're not selling them again. Uh, so that's, that's not a news. Uh, we're going to be talking some annual pass magnets. If you did miss out on the 50th anniversary uh, uh, Mickey and Minnie magnet that came out earlier this year. They are now available to be picked up at Creation Shop in Epcot. Uh, Cast members uh, will direct you. There's also signage outside. Um, And uh, if you already got a magnet from Disney Springs, you will not be able to get a second magnet at Epcot. And unlike the Disney Springs uh, distribution center from earlier this summer, there is no virtual queue for the distribution at Epcot and the magnets will be available through September 21st. And also speaking on magnets, Disney World has teased a new annual pass holder magnet for the fall season. And while they've yet to share what character will be on the magnet just yet, they announced something that is probably more important to pass holders and what they should have been doing to begin with. I've never understood why they haven't been doing this. Uh, the fall magnet will be mailed to pass holders' homes. So with the most recent pass holder magnets, uh, Disney asked for a lot of feedback. And Disney apparently saw a lot of feedback from pass holders who wished Disney would go back to the way things were and Disney would mail the magnets to their homes. And it sounds like Disney heard that feedback 
and is encouraging pass holders to make sure that their contact information is up to date. And you can head to the My Disney Experience app to make sure your shipping information is correct. So you can get your magnet sent to you because, I mean, if you're already dropping the exorbitant price point for the annual pass you want everything that's coming to you and i'm i'll be honest i'm kind of bummed that i missed out on some of the pass holder magnets in the past that they didn't send out in the mail and i'll be honest it's like if i'm already spending this price point disney you can come off the hip and uh, send me some stuff in the mail as well for those awesome magnets because it's like I think the magnets the magnets are pretty cool another thing i think is pretty cool from disney is disney plus and once again Disney is announcing Disney Plus Day in the parks. Uh, Disney made an announcement uh, that if you are a Disney Plus subscriber and you're attending the parks on September 8th, you get some extra perks. Here is the statement. We're making it blue once again at Disney Parks as we celebrate Disney Plus Day on September 8th. You're invited to plus up your day with special offerings and fan favorite fun. Mornings at Walt Disney World in Florida and Disneyland Resorts in California will be plussed up with early entry pixie dust. Disney Plus subscribers and their travel party with valid admission and reservations are once again invited to enter the theme parks at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort 30 minutes before regular park opening. And to capture the memories of this special day, subscribers can also enjoy complimentary Disney Photo Pass downloads at select locations at Disney's Hollywood Studios and Disneyland Resort theme parks that day. We're also excited to share that the celebration of Disney Plus Day on September 8th only, guests staying in select Walt Disney World Resort hotels and hotels of the Disneyland Resort with valid admission and a reservation will have the opportunity to enter 60 minutes before regular park open at any Walt Disney World or Disneyland Resort theme park. At Disney's Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World Resort, celebrate Disney Plus Day with Disney Plus character meet and greets and cavalcades plus more surprises throughout the day, valid theme park admission and Disney Hollywood Studios park reservations required. Uh, the fun doesn't stop there as guests staying at select Walt Disney World Resort hotels can wind down with a special Disney Plus screening at Movies Under the Stars. And then there's other uh, happenings happening out on the left coast uh, some stuff happening at the international disney parks as well but you know this is kind of a uh, walt disney world party yes so we're gonna oh. focus on that <laughs> and it is a party yes in fact i'm wearing a festive shirt you just can't see it because no audio podcast but uh i do think it's cool that once again disney is doing uh disney plus day um most notably you get the complimentary disney photo pass at uh, select locations throughout hollywood studios um if you're staying at certain property or hotels on property you get 60 minutes early but it sounds like if you're just staying on property at all on the 8th you get to get in 30 minutes early so I kind of have a feeling if you're a Disney fan and you're going down to Disney World, you already have a Disney Plus subscription. So have a feeling uh, those early entry days are going to see a lot of high traffic. So if you are going down for some Disney Plus day celebrations, and I do think it is cool, we're going to get some uh, special character meet and greets as well. I'm curious to see what those are going to be. So am I, and I wish... And I don't know what this would even look like. And I know this is all park related, but like, I wish that, you know, Disney plus peeps get like a cool, I couldn't tell you what, I, what we would get, but like, you know, I love the park perks, but like, I, I'm not going to be there. So like, exactly. Yeah. I want like a cool tchotchke. I think yeah, I just want of, a tchotchke. 
I mean, everybody's <laughs> pro-chachki, not, not only getting a chachki, but saying the word chachki. But it, I, I, I get what you're saying. It's kind of going back to what I was talking about with the annual pass holder magnet. It's like, if I'm already spending the money for this product, Disney, you can come off the hip and throw it in the mail and pay for some shipping and send me something. I agree, but also like I I get it. It's like an exclusive to the. Like, I get the exclusivity of it. Ex I just yeah, mm -hmm. I do too. I'm jealous. I just want to. I just want to say chachki. I just want to chachki. <laughs> yeah, if we're being completely honest, everybody just wants to say chachki. Though I do think it's interesting. One of the biggest stars of Disney Plus is the Mandalorian from you know the show, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda as well, and those. Well, no, I was going to say those aren't in Hollywood studios. Get Landon, you dumbass. They are in Hollywood studios. So I would imagine uh, Mando and Grogu will be front and center for uh, Disney Plus Day activities. And honestly, hmm. Hmm. Really feels like Groot is getting uh, getting a uh, spotlight on Disney Plus as well with the I Am Groot shorts. Okay, but have you watched the I Am Groot shorts that coincidentally came out on my birthday? Happy birthday belated to myself <laughs> because they were actually the most adorable thing I've ever seen. Yeah, uh-huh. Very high remarks from the smoking Hut girlfriend and the ambassador. So yes, uh, and it's interesting that the Guardians are kind of locked away in Epcot. So maybe, maybe. I There's room for them elsewhere. I think we I don't disagree. We, I think we wait and see, but I feel like there's room for them elsewhere. Yeah, if sure. uh, you, the lovely listener, have any ideas, any wildly speculated guesses from the uh, sunny be beaches of Speculation Nation, who you think these uh, special meet and greet characters uh, could be, holler at us on Twitter at Does Does Disney. Holla. Oh. And by the way, speaking of our social media, we have a social media question coming up at the end of the episode, so be sure and uh, hang on for that as well. Yes, but until then, we are going to move to Animal Kingdom. Tusker House Restaurant returning to a normal buffet starting in November of 2022, a.k.a. this year. Uh, Disney announced that beginning on November 1st, 2022, Animal Kingdom's Tusker House Restaurant will return to a normal buffet. The restaurant will continue to serve family-style options through October 31st, and I've never eaten here. <laughs> I haven't either. I remember Justin, uh, I believe... Uh, he had previously eaten there and said it was good, but I believe, if I remember correctly, it's more on the adventurous side of eating. So if uh, you have picky eaters in your party, it might not be the best option. But at the same time, once again, we've talked about it in previous episodes. This is another step back to normalcy, or as I've said, normalcy. Um, we're getting back to the way things were pre-pandemic and i i love that so um and plus it's the american way to go gorge yourself on a buffet what's not to like i actually garden grill is family style and i were yeah no they are gar uh, family style but i really enjoy the family style type meals like the proportions are sometimes a little off but like the fact that like you can gorge yourself all in one sitting mm -hmm. by sitting 10 out of 10 for this lazy bones. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and Garden Grill is a place that I've yet to eat and would love to go, particularly for breakfast and, and yes. get meet and greets and stuff like that. I've uh, just pulled up the Tusker House menu. This is for lunch right now, uh, 55 per adult, 36 per child. Uh, starters, you get uh, bread with hummus, uh, 
coriander and mango chutney, uh, an African-inspired salad. Entrees, you're looking at Moroccan spiced beef. Uh, Kate Malay uh, green curry shrimp, uh, spit roasted herb chicken, and then a uh, uh, marinated pork. Then you got sides of green beans with carrots and corn, roasted potato, jasmine rice, house-made macaroni and cheese, and then a plant-based impossible uh, Durban curry, and then desserts, animal-inspired mini desserts, and a plant-based chocolate mousse. So maybe it's not as... Uh, adventurous as i was thinking but still uh price points 55 for adults 36 for child um give it a shot i mean uh your mileage may vary everybody has different taste buds and people like what they like so uh and i i have heard uh good reviews from the tusker house and uh beginning of november it is returning to its previous buffet style and i'm curious if uh it going back to buffet style if the price points will change because i mean once once it goes back to buffet it's not going to have the set menu that I just rattled off right there. So, but it'll be more of a, I mean, it will, it just won't be like uh, portioned. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it'll still be on the buffet. I it'll think be a choose your own adventure type situation. Yeah. So like beer garden is like 75 per person, I think. Yes. So if anything, it might actually go up in price. I don't, I don't know if it will. I mean, I think that that's a solid, starting point at least but <laughs> something to keep an eye on when this shebang changes in november <laughs> i don't know why i did that but that's okay <laughs> moving on to more dates being released for things and things opening and closing or whatever early booking dates released for the 2023 star wars galactic star cruiser voyages passholder dvc and more the following announcement that general public bookings for 2023 galactic star cruiser voyage dates will open on September 1st. Disney has, which is Thursday. Disney has released more information about early booking dates for select groups, and here is the breakdown. So, we are the 29th when you are listening to this. So, tomorrow, August 30th, Disney Vacation Club members are open to book. On the 31st, annual pass holders are able to book, and then on September 1st, which is Thursday, it is open to the general public. While that is the official official cadence for on-sale dates, there have been reports of general public guests being able to book 2023 dates today. So, you can try calling. It looks like people who have booked uh, in the general public are being accepted by phone, but based off of Disney's official announcement, that's up to you if you yeah. want to try to call them and wait on hold for x amount of time to try to book or just wait a few days because either way i don't think you're gonna sell out right when they drop but that's just my opinion like i think that the dates are so spread out that you should be able to be okay to yeah un the unless there's a specific date that you and your party want to go sleep in a galaxy far far away you should be able to find a time that works and uh if you're a member of club 33 golden oaks or an invited star wars affinity group you have already had your window open to book on the uh, galactic star cruiser uh for the 2020 three season and i saw that the uh, captain's table dinner increased price for the upcoming season let me pull that up here real quick so i can give you a price point on that but uh i mean it's this this trip on the galactic star cruiser isn't cheap to begin with and this it, the price point jumps from $30 a person to $50 a person so i mean it's not exorbitant but at the same time it's still $20 
more per person. So, so a, a party of four, if you do want to uh, sit with uh, the captain at, at the table, a uh, party of four, you're looking at $200. And I don't know. I, I have actually watched a lot of the Star Cruiser videos and like seen some photos. And I definitely think it's a great experience for Star Wars super fans. I don't know as someone who is a fan, but not part of necessarily the fandom. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I could justify that cost, but I do think that it's it's worth checking out for sure. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't, mm -hmm. I personally am broke, like a joke. So if I had the money, I would do it, but I don't think I'm big enough of a fan to do it, which is kind of tragic. But I do, like I like the things in Galaxy's Edge. You know, like I'd rather build a lightsaber. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And then versus like a whole experience. I don't think, I don't think I'm on that level yet. Cause I mean, like staying on the Galactic Star Cruiser is quite the financial investment. And I mean, I love Star Wars. Like, like I, I don't think it's my favorite thing that I'm a fan of, but I mean, I would definitely put it in the conversation. And I feel like some of the stuff that Disney's particularly on their stream on, on Disney plus on the TV side of things here recently, I feel like that's really invigorated my love of the star Wars universe, but that price point is really hard to swallow. I, I would still love to do it someday, but I mean, I would have to uh, have a financial uh, windfall. I would have to find uh, you know, several thousand dollars in the, uh, in, in the couch cushions. So I would do it. I would do it if I had the funds, unfortunately. We don't. Yeah. It is not in my wheelhouse. Maybe one day. Yeah, that's Sorry. that. That's a good way to put it. If I did have the money, I would do it because I mean, like, like to be fully immersed in in. But I wouldn't Disney... save for it. it yeah. you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like this isn't a thing I save to do. Like it's not a must do. But if I had the money, it. I don't know if that makes sense. But to me, it makes sense. But we're gonna go with it. I. I just am. I get so much like awe satisfaction like feels from galaxy's edge that I, that's sufficient enough for me mm -hmm. yeah i get that and and i mean building building your lightsaber and and yeah. ogas or not ogas <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean yeah getting blackout drunk at ogas that, that that gives me the feeling let me tell you something yeah but uh but building building the lightsaber in savvy's workshop i mean that is that is something I'll never forget for the rest of my life. It's like as a Star Wars fan, it's like just thinking about it. The hair on my arm is standing up. That experience, the storytelling. The droid building was really great too. Mm -hmm. So I mean, they're like like if you are a Star Wars super fan, there are experiences. I mean, they're they're you know a la carte experiences that you can get in Galaxy's Edge. But at the same time, they're a drop in the bucket compared to what you would pay for the Galactic Star Cruiser. But at the same time, I mean like. Like we said, if, if if we had the funds, I think we would both sign up for Galactic Oh, Star for Cruise. sure. But, oh, for sure. But I mean, we, we talked about a la carte things. Another a la carte thing is ticketed after our events. Retweet. And we are in the season of Halloween question mark. Happy Halloween. There it is, Sorry, I was trying. No, no, I, I, I love the effort. <laughs> and uh, stop me if you've heard this one before. We are here to talk about more dates of Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Stop. Yep. Hey, Steppers, you remember last week when I said I'd bet you Disney dollar dues that when we talked this time next week that the Halloween party I was attending would be sold out? 
You owe me I Disney dollar dues. Yeah. I owe you absolutely nothing but the love in my small heart. Well, uh, I will take that over Disney dollar dues because <laughs> Disney dollar dues, much like camel dollars, have zero financial value. Uh, huh. Yes. The entire month of September, with the exception of September 25th, 27th, and 29th, have now sold, sold out. And those three dates are at the 139 price point. Those three dates are the only remaining Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween parties at the 139 price point. Now, you if you and your party are going down to Orlando, Florida, if you are going to the Walt Disney World Resort in October and you do want to attend a Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party, you do still have quite a bit of dates to choose from, but you're now looking at the cheap end, 159 ahead, 149 for kids, or 179 ahead, 169 for kids. That, I mean, I paid, I think I paid 159 for my Very Merry tickets. I, this is, I think I said this on one of the other shows, it is more expensive, but you're going during the actual, exactly. you know, October yeah. is like the thing. So... To me, if you can, it, like with Very Mary, you get in at four o'clock and you can stay there for a good, I think it ends at midnight, I think. And, and that's that's the same for Not a So Scary. whole eight hours. day, like yeah. a whole eight hours worth. And I personally think that that's decent justification for spending this amount of money. Would I spend the 180? I don't think I would. I think one the 159 mark is probably the higher end of of the amount i would spend but if you go look at how much park tickets are just for a one day anyway mm -hmm. you're not like it is more obviously for the after hours but when you're comparing apples to oranges i i personally think the after hours is something that i would like to partake in and i think that this is a really great way i haven't been to one before just based off of observation i think this is a really great way to experience the park Especially Magic Kingdom, because yes. Magic Kingdom gives you girl anxiety because of like their crowds. Mm -hmm. Not that there won't be a crowd, but it'll just be lesser. And you get cocoa at my thing. <laughs> and cookies. You get candy at uh, not so scary. So and, I, I and, just mm -hmm. for me, it's uh, worth it. And and, and you I'm, also get a little 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 uh, baggy bag uh, oh, to, to carry so your cute. candy around in. I'll, and I'll then what, what groceries. What, Oh, yes, and gro well, well, the, 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 it isn't that big of a bag, Steffers. Uh, but I'll echo what Steffers says. I mean, you do get in the park as early as 4 p.m. The party runs through midnight. You do get to see these after-hour parades, after-hour shows, firework experiences. You get exclusive character meet and greets that aren't available during regular hour parks. You get access to event exclusive merchandise as well. Granted, you do have to pay for that. They don't give it to you, but you have the option to do that. And I mean, one of my favorite shirts is a shirt that I picked up from a uh, not-so-scary party I attended in years past. So uh, once you get past the initial sticker shock of the price, I do still think that this this is worth it. Is it a lot? Yes. And I am not denying that at all. But uh, if you're a fan of Halloween, if you're a fan of Christmas, I've attended both Mickey's Not So Scary and Very Merry. Highly recommend. Two thumbs up from the Dawes. I just went to Disney's website to look at the one part, one, one day, one park shebang. And ticket prices in October range from $139 
to 154 on the weekend. So almost every single Saturday in October is 154. There's 144, 149. So literally for like dollars at this yeah. point, you're you're getting an after hours event for eight hours, which is probably all. You, I mean, some people do 12 hours in the park, okay, but like standard eight hour day and for those night owls i'm just saying this i feel like this is a great deal mm -hmm. yeah but yeah definitely the 159 seems like a decent way to say but uh but act fast act while you can yeah, because sure. uh i have a feeling this is going to sell out completely by the end of halloween season that's uh, probably a safe assumption. I think people are just waiting. Like, I feel like now that we're getting into September, this is the time, y'all. Mm -hmm. Time's a taken, and this is the time. We got some big news. Big news. Oh, oh do we now? What the heck are you doing, Mom? I'm going back to bed. Good night. <laughs> okay. So. Wait, did you talk about that? No, because we haven't talked about this. I'm so excited. So late earlier last week, or late last week? Well said. Semantics. Semantics. <laughs> uh, Tron testing happened with actual human beings on oh the ride. Oh my god, you guys, it's happening. Uh, now, Tron Lightcycle run testing with full show and sound effects. Full show sound effects is happening as well. So... Are we... Is this happening? Are we... Is this the tea? Um, well, we've only seen Tron Lake Cycle run testing without sounds, just the quiet hum of a coaster that launches at 60 miles per hour, which sounds epic. Holy guacamole. Epic. Now we not only have spotted human riders, but also caught some video where we can faintly hear the show sounds that have been turned on as well. I mean, I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> but feel free to go ahead and do it, Steffers. But... I think the tides are changing and things are happening. And I am hoping that this is open when I go to Very Merry in December. I mean, is that really wishful thinking? Probably. <laughs> it could be wishful thinking, but I don't think this is off the table because, I mean, we are now doing human testing. They're syncing it up with the sound effects for. They when have to finish the outside, though, still. Okay. They do still have work to do, 100%. But. D23 is right around the corner. Could they make an announcement there for Hopefully. an opening date? Hopefully. That's what I'm waiting for, dude. Like, D23, shout out to anyone who is actually going. I wish. I think one of my life goals is to attend D23. That, that would be a cool place to, to, to go. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, like, like we're 100% going to get an update of the Tron cycle from D23, but it being this long, this far along in the construction process, and quite frankly, how long it's taken, I kind of feel like an open date is right around the corner. And what better place than at D23 when you have the hardcore of your hardcore audience right there for it? I mean, like, like, like they are going to go unglued if you drop, oh, by the way, December 1st, Tron, light cycle run goes live gimli is all for that yeah gimli just rose up and yeah yeah gimli's for it <laughs> i'm for it i'm ready he's ready we're all ready he said please let me on tron and 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 even uh bigger news then we can know 
when the railroad's gonna reopen at Disney World because uh, it's been like five years since that dang railroad is run. Uh, we miss you, railroad. We do miss you, railroad. Patron, <laughs> please open very soon. Yeah, like like it, it it feels like like it is just a matter of weeks until we know when Tron is going to be up and running. I'm not saying it's a matter of weeks until Tron is up and running, but I feel we're going to know when it launches live with guests very very soon. Now, I I don't know anything. That is me just wildly speculating coming to you from the sunny beaches of uh, Speculation Nation. But again, D23 is right around the corner. And what better place to make that announcement to, once again, your hardcore of the hardcore fans at D23. Mm. Like, like the script writes itself. Mm. That's what she said. And then the final exciting piece of news that we have for today, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique soft opens at Magic Kingdom. Guests visiting are able to visit Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique during a soft opening ahead of today's grand opening oh so there was a soft opening last week yeah on, last so it's open yeah so last open. Uh, last wednesday uh there were reports of guests being able to go into bibbidi bobbidi boutique Ooh. ahead of the official grand opening on thursday uh august 25th uh guests were saying it was about a 20 minute wait but wow as of the 25th bibbidi bobbidi boutique is open it you can uh, you can book your spot, make a reservation. It is highly recommended uh, because walk-up availability is not guaranteed. But if uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique is something that uh, you want to do with your little princess, uh, it is now available in the Magic Kingdom. And uh, even if you don't have a reservation, walk up and ask. Uh, you might have to wait, not the 20 minutes. You might have to wait a couple hours. But at the same time, worst that's going to happen is a, is a cast member is going to say, sorry, we don't got any spots today. But, you know, always ask. That's very exciting. I'm excited for all the amazing things that are coming out of Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. I and have friends that have like worked there, so I just think it's very magical. It it does seem like a very cool experience, and uh, and uh, it does look like they do have signage that they will put up in front of uh, Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. At least they did the day of the soft opening that says walk up opportunities available today so if you are walking through the magic kingdom and you happen to be walking by bibbidi bobbidi boutique in the shadows of um cinderella castle and you see that sign out there and that is something that your little ones want to do maybe stick your head in there go see uh what the weight is but if you do want to make a reservation head over to disney world's uh website to uh, look at the availability for the day you and your party are going to be in the most magical place on earth because uh yeah bibbidi bobbidi boutique magical cool. place on earth sorry i that's actually a pretty much a bop in my book so i enjoy saying that so. it is a bop not only in your book but in all books. oh wait speaking of bops did anyone see the new version of Enchantment yet? No. Because I watched a clip of it and it looks pretty good. Really? Miss Happily Ever After over here. No, 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 no. Hold on a second. Hold on. Let's, Miss, let's get something straight here. <laughs> I love Enchantment more than Happily Ever After. Steffers. Steffers did not say those That's words. That's what I heard. Steffers said <laughs> the changes to Enchantment were pretty great, and if that was how it was supposed to be the whole 50th anniversary, 
be would have <laughs> not have been as salty, I don't think. Be sure and leave a five-star review for the podcast <laughs> and say that Steppers loves Enchantment over Happily Ever After. I I just want to, like, they did a really good job, and I wish that they did that the entire time that they, yeah. like, this whole thing. That would have been great, but also now I have room in my heart to say that maybe they will bring Happily Ever After back. There, I said it. Okay, all right. Well, yeah, again, going back to what we did last, or said last week, it's like, it seemed like the biggest complaint of Enchantment was this was a... There wasn't a Walt Exactly, for the thing. 50th anniversary of... 50th anniversary celebration of the Magic Kingdom, and, like, it's... It, the calendar's getting ready to flip over to September, and now they add it. Which, I mean, granted, the 50th anniversary celebration, I think, runs through, like, what, February of next year or something? Because it was 18 months. Uh-huh. So so it's it was September of last year, so oh, I'm doing calendar math. This is bad. Math is hard. Uh-huh. Even even more something so. Something like that. We're gonna calendar. say something like that. I thought it was October. October to October. Well, regardless, it, I I think it I think the fiftieth anniversary runs through next year. November, December, January, February, March, April. I think it's April next year. April of next year. Like I said. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) There was a lot of juggling there, and it's fine. We are podcasters, not mathematicians. Nope, nope, no, we are not. Uh, And also, oh, by the way, the 40th anniversary and Epcot's kicking off soon. Oh, yeah, dude. and, and I think I saw the 30th anniversary of Hollywood Studios is happening and just probably Animal Kingdom is getting getting the party, too, because it didn't want to be left out. The and party just and, begun. And, and, and Disney Springs is celebrating. A dude was trying to surf in a, in a water fountain over the weekend. Like what? that happened. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. There was there was a picture not... of, of, of a dude in a surfboard trying to surf in a fountain at Disney Springs in front of the Lime Garage. I... <laughs> Y'all, uh-huh. why this... can't we just experience the experience without making it <laughs> a, a whole experience? This is why we can't have nice things, ladies and gentlemen, because we have idiots trying to surf water fountains in Disney Springs. Now, Whatever I do want to say boat, it was in front of apparently they have like a Ron John surf shop in Disney Springs. I didn't know that was there, but I mean. Yeah, I guess I, I actually knew that. I, I guess if you're gonna surf anywhere, it should be outside the Ron John. Maybe it John was a maybe shop. it was a PR thing. No, it was just possibly off the street. Possibly, I mean, I, I think Homeboy got arrested, so I mean, hell of a PR gimmick. Whatever the case may be, that that was all the Disney news we had for you today. Yes, y'all. yes. Uh huh. That was all the Disney news uh, we have for you today. But uh, I did see a dude uh, trying to surf a water fountain on Twitter. And another thing that I saw on Twitter was friend of the show Marissa posted a picture that just cracked me the hell up with the caption, "I'm never going to stop laughing at people who take this seriously." And she put up a picture or put up a a screenshot of somebody's tweet or a Facebook post or something of Cinderella's castle, all or Cinderella castle, excuse me, all dressed up for the 50th anniversary. And uh, the caption is, I can't get this off my mind. After the 50th anniversary, there are plans, quote in all caps, to tear down the Cinderella castle. We cannot let this happen. Bob Chapik, the CEO of Disney, is the one in charge. Mouse heads, sound off, please. 
So um, that made me think, uh, what is the craziest Disney rumor or quote-unquote fact that you've heard about Walt Disney World. And that made that that made me time travel back a few years ago. I was in an Uber on my way to Universal Studios, as a matter of fact, and my Uber driver was talking to me and uh, he told me the story that uh, Cinderella Castle gets taken apart ahead of hurricanes because, you know, they don't want it to be knocked down or blown over by high winds and you know heavy rains and stuff like that and i'm like really i you know i've 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 heard that online and i just i I just have a hard time buying that not he then doubled down he said oh yeah i i used to work for disney and i saw it with my own eyes so i think that me personally that is the craziest disney rumor that i've heard Steffers, do you have any that come to mind for you? And since you are Mrs. Universal, I'll even extend the olive branch to you. Reach across the proverbial aisle, and it can be about Universal. Um, I have to think about it. I actually have to think about it. Okay, well, I don't know. Come back to me. Okay. <laughs> Apparently, my Alexa is weighing in on what the craziest Disney rumor she heard. And she, too, is is weighing in that the Cinderella Castle is made of Legos. Okay, so while you think about it, um, I did get some responses on social media. So I'm going to read off some of those. uh, But I want to throw the question out to you, the lovely listener. If you did not see this tweet. Get at us this week, because this always blows my mind what people have heard. and, And I guess more scarily what people believe when it comes to Walt Disney World. Of course, we all heard, you know, that uh, Walt's head is frozen under Cinderella Castle and he's waiting to be brought back cryogenically frozen or some crap like that. As far as Wait, know, that that's actually mine, I think. Okay. I don't think I have anything weirder. Like, <laughs> I mean, I have, that's pretty like, out there. That's pretty out there. I don't think, like, th- there are things that your parents tell you, like, oh, yeah, I don't want to say anything in case the children hear this and then they get terrified. But they're like, oh, don't do this or or so-and-so, you know, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, creepy crawling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't so, make a face. It'll freeze that way. Yeah, or that yeah. one so thing think, that you'll go blind. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, So I think the, the Walt Disney being frozen, I think he actually is frozen, though, isn't he? Damn it, Steffers. No, he's not. Oh, really? He's not frozen, Steffers. Are we sure, though? Can we confirm? I cannot confirm, but I feel pretty <laughs> safe saying he is not frozen with his head under Cinderella Castle. Come on, Steffers. Oh, the, no. I think that one. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is going off the rails. I think the, oh. the Walt Disney being frozen to be like un, unfrozen like x amount of years after he died type of thing that was probably the craziest thing okay but yeah I also, that's, that's i also bought into that was true though so now well, everything yeah, I, I thought was a yeah, lot i just had to go myth busters on your ass there for a second yeah myth busted but thing was a little much <laughs> like after you said that i was like no that's not true <laughs> But like the beginning part of that with today's society just seems accurate. Yeah, yeah, um, there's uh there's a whole QAnon Disney crossover. I believe it's called the Walt Wright. Um uh Nate on Twitter got at me and asked, wait. Hi Nate. So so is uh the castle not made of Legos? And I responded, no, it's actually made of Duplo blocks. Duplo blocks. 
Marissa uh, responded to my uh, tweet. Not a rumor, but I always love hearing people say, and I've heard this one too, that Disney should have a dome over it to keep the rain out. And once in Hollywood studio, a guy asked me where the Harry Potter stuff was. I really hope he was joking, but the girl he was with did not look happy. Hmm. Oh, that's happened to me too, Marissa. <laughs> Same girl. Same. I was, I was going to say, I feel like Marissa isn't the only one to experience a situation like that. I've gotten advice versa too. Really? Where's Mickey Mouse? Yeah, it's not. Shut I'm up. like, do you, do you not see where you are? It's fine. Like, I'm not... Maybe I'm just a person that researches before they go on vacation. But I feel like that comes up when you are planning your vacation. Like, hey, Harry Potter, Woody Woodpecker, E.T. Like, it's just a different vibe. And you think that there's a Mickey Ma I don't know. I mean, like the Mick. I mean, I agree, they but at the same Rocky time, like, like, like Mickey Mouse is so synonymous with Orlando, Florida, and theme parks. Maybe they just think Mickey Mouse is everywhere. That's okay. That's a fair assumption, honestly, because there are friends that I know know the difference, but they still call Universal. Like they call when I go to Orlando. Oh, you're going to, going Disney? to Disney. But mm -hmm. I know that they're taught. They know where I'm going. So I think that that I think that that's what it is, 150. Mm percent -hmm. But like I just feel like if you're if you have to pay, like you're paying for two different places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You would no, uh, it's fine. But yeah, yeah, I've gotten it both at Universal and at Disney, and I think that that's really hilarious. The Harry Potter one I feel like has happened to so so much. Uh, and going back to another thing, uh, Marissa said, I've heard people think that Disney can control the weather, like. You mean it can't? Yeah, sorry. Again, uh, not to go all Mythbusters on you, but Mythbusted. It's like, like Disney's Dang. powerful, y'all, but but not that okay, powerful. Okay, but hear me out. You want to know why people think that? Okay, no. Let me not generalize. Yes, you Jeffers, please. I am sitting on pins and needles over here for okay, you to justify their insanity. Out. Hear me out. But, like, you ever get bit by a mosquito at Disney World? Mosquitoes are in Disney. Yeah. Where? Where have you gotten bit by a mosquito? Like, where have you I've gotten, gotten eaten bit alive? On, like, on my legs. I have walked away with bug bites, Steffers. Oh then, never mind. Yes. I was going to say, I never get bit by... Like, it just seems like you're in a very bubble. You might as well have a physical bubble. They you know do saying? take extreme options. I remember uh, Disney Food Blog, they, uh, they did a, um, a, a video talking about... Um, some pandemics uh, that Disney has faced other than, you know, once again, as I vaguely wave my arms at the world on fire behind me, um, the, uh, around the turn of uh, the century, uh, back in 2000, everybody was afraid of West Nile and, and, and the Zika virus that was transmitted by mosquitoes and Disney really went above and beyond and stepped up their game when it comes to keeping mosquitoes out of the Magic Kingdom. And even with those steps, one's still gonna slip in and, and still gonna, still well, gonna yeah, bite I'm guess. not saying they're eradicated. I'm just saying like, when's the last time that you were sorely inconvenienced by like a bug or like the gum thing that the, that doesn't really happen or like there you are in a bubble. So people want a bubble. They want a physical bikini bottom bubble. That's the wrong park. I just crossed <laughs> two things and I hate myself for Jeffers, it. SpongeBob isn't at Legoland. We've talked, we just talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think that there is this illusion of like you being in a Disney bubble. Like I don't blame them. If if Disney could have a dome, like that would be like a cool thing. Because I too do not want to be rained on. But that's just not logical. But mm -hmm. like that would be cool. I mean it would be cool, but at the same time it's like I mean Crispy like, like pizza. Like, like Disney's pizza. powerful. They ain't that powerful though, y'all. No, that would be way too. You see this Reedy Creek stuff? Anyway. Yeah, there's there's that whole thing. And I mean, like Disney's uh, apparently some of the not so scary parties, they've uh, been inundated with rain and they've had to issue rain checks when it comes to the, the not so scary parties. Uh, maybe that is something we can cover on next week's episode if you do have questions about the uh, rain check policy oh, on I not did so that. scary. Yeah, I actually have experience with Halloween Horror Nights as well. Perfect, perfect. Oh, so, we can do that. Because everyone's. because I know in a lot of instances, uh, you're not going to be down for another uh, not-so-scary or a Halloween Horror Night uh, party for that season. So uh, next week, we can talk about Disney and Universal's policy when it comes to that. Because uh, if the uh, night's festivities do get rained out, that's a bummer. Oh, and... I got I got stories, y'all. Ooh, she has stories, y'all. We call that from last tease year. in the that business. Is, that, is, that is a tease. Also, our BFF, Crispy. Crispy. Honestly, Crispy's theme park adventures said that they are taking the Walt out of Walt Disney World, and that is a rumor I, too, have heard. Mm-hmm. Recently. Very recently, actually. <sighs> is correct. Um, and then Main Street Electrical Arcade says, for Walt Disney World or Disneyland, it's always they're moving the park to another state. Stuff like Sure, they could do it, but they aren't going to unless they are just backed into a corner with no other option. I will say they are pretty big swing, big players, not swingers. That's Ooh, <laughs> big players. Disney's the... a saucy player. Meow. <laughs> <laughs> just, I like the fact that there's one on each coast. I mm -hmm. very much like. I know that like Cedar Fair has parks all over, and and Six Flags has parks all over. I very much like that there's like a East Coast, West Coast, and they're like the same heart, but beating separate. You know? mm -hmm. And 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 Walt Disney World and Disneyland are their two very own wildly different entities. Thanks. They're both yeah. Disney parks, but they are vastly different. They also have very different rules from each other, which I think is mm -hmm. hilarious. Yes, it's like. Like I know, I know a thing or two about Walt Disney World. I know absolutely nothing about Disneyland except that it's on the left coast, and uh, that's about. We'll go it. one day. One day, we'll yeah. Oh, believe me, there are some talks for uh, for day. for Daz does Disneyland eventually. Not a podcast, just a trip. Just a well, trip. it'll be a podcast episode though. Oh, it'll definitely be a podcast <laughs> episode. I'm not. I'm not doing a spinoff. I can barely pull this podcast off. Are you kidding me? But. Mm. Um, I, I mean, if push came to shove, I guess Disney could move to another state, but they ain't gonna because I mean, like, like we've, we've seen uh, Ron DeSantis try and bully Disney and Disney's like, all right, yeah, yeah, mess around and find out. Uh, and we are now entering the find out phase of said uh, bullying by DeSantis. And once again, I, I don't think anything's actually going to come of it. And Disney's going to be like... You blinked, dude. Um, but yes, please get at us. Tell us your craziest Disney rumor that you've heard. I'll do some research this week and I will find some other crazy Disney rumors that we can talk about, we can laugh at, or we can be like, oh my God, maybe that is real. I mean, we'll probably not say, well, Steffers might say, oh my God, that is real. Like like Steffers, again, Walt Disney isn't buried under Cinderella's cat. I wouldn't say that ever. <laughs> 
Okay, uh, Staffers, is the, I, I know how, uh, speaking of you being rained out on Halloween Horror Night, the 2022 season of Halloween Horror Night is getting HHN ready. HHN 3-1. Do what now? HHN 3-1. We're on the 31st year. Well, 30 technicalities. Uh, 30, yeah, we're going to yeah. say 31. Thanks, COVID. But um, yeah, we are getting ready to uh, enter into uh, spooky season. Yes. In Orlando. Well, well on, technically in Tampa. It, technically everywhere. Again, uh, schematics. Thanks. Well, no, we can't blame that one on COVID. <laughs> but uh, what is going on at Universal um, on Halloween Horror Night with opening night? I mean, like, 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 like this is, is a big dang deal. Oh, actually, there is news. One of the nights has sold out in September. And I don't have that pre-prepared pre for you. But Halloween Horror Nights does start on Friday of this week. So, get your bug house pants ready, y'all. Preferably, probably brown. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, or, or, or water resistant. God. Ew, water resistant? That's gross. Yeah. I don't want one. No. <laughs> Let's not do that. But Halloween Horror Nights is starting... Unfortunately, your girl will not be able to attend this year, but that doesn't mean I cannot set you up for success. I have posted at least two TikToks, if not more, about Halloween Horror Nights. I have also have a blog post about Halloween Horror Nights on my top tips. There was a friend of mine who is new to the scene. That's not Landon. I'm not calling Landon out, even though Landon has also asked me questions, but... Um, if you're a premier pass holder, ensure that you're going on a date that is included with your tickets because there is only one in October. Wow, Ghibli has some opinions on Halloween <laughs> Horror Nights today. Um, and check out my tips because they're helpful. Yeah, uh, do you want to talk about what, what, what your friend experienced? Because, 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 because my heart broke when, when you were telling me this story. Oh, I can. Yes. So my friend called me after number one, no, number one tip. Talk to Steffers before putting in your credit card information. <laughs> that would probably help. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's some good advice, not only for universal, but in life in general. Well, I don't know if you need all that. By but the way, her phone number is no. 305 till I die. Anyway, um, <laughs> he purchased express passes and I go express for what? Knowing that he was going to the park and to Halloween Horror Nights. And he said, oh, is it not the same thing? And, and I said, no, what express did you get? He said, two park. I said, that's for the park, honey. That's not for Halloween Horror Nights. So he was mm. like, oh, so I have to pay more money? So then I said, yes. And then I said, did you check to make sure that the date you're going is included in your pass for, because he's a premier pass holder at Universal. And he said, oh. And so then I looked it up for him. I said, you're not going October 2nd, are you? He said, no, I'm going later in October. And I said, oh, you mm. need to also purchase an admission ticket to Halloween Horror Night. <sighs> Needless to say, uh. there was a lot of money spent <laughs> that day. God. Not my money, but, um, and honestly, like his circumstance, like he has no choice, but mm. no. that, that, that hurts my soul. That hurts my soul too. Yeah. It's pretty sad. I, um, 
And then there are different tiers of tickets, something else to check out. If you're only going one day, you should look into getting Express. There are a lot of things that I just suggest that you don't necessarily need to do, but Steffers would do if Steffers was going. Y'all, this is, this is going to be a very busy year. It's getting, I know that everyone says, oh, it's getting busy every year. It is going to be busy this year. And it's even more funny because there aren't as many IPs as there usually are. So just be prepared. Take a nap. And be ready. Yeah, I didn't realize Halloween Horror Night goes to like 2.30 a.m. 2. 2 a.m. for the whole good, event. Good lord. For the whole, every single night of the event. Did they start two. like giving out complimentary coffee or something? Absolutely not. Well, yeah, of course they can make a they can make a buck on it. Two two a.m. 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 Sorry, that was. But yes, uh, call Steffers before you uh, put in your credit card when it comes to all things Universal and uh, double check uh, your blackout dates if you're an annual pass holder when it comes to Halloween Horror Night and uh, follow her on social to get the latest tips and tricks when it comes to Halloween Horror Night and all things Universal. Uh, Steppers, where can people find said socials if they want to? Um, I link it on all of my socials and on my website. You can check me out at adventureswithsteppers.com where you can also listen to my podcast and view all of my blog posts. Like I said, there are some on Halloween Horror Nights. There is also some on a new Disney game that is releasing early access next Tuesday. So if you want more info on that, go check out that blog post because it's gonna be great. That game, I'm also a cre- like I'm the content creator for them. So just go check that out. Um, Instagram and TikTok are both adventures with steppers. Twitter is AsianZing95. I also stream on Twitch and I will be streaming said Disney game in which I just spoke about. Twitch.tv slash AsianZing95. And my podcast, Adventures with Stuffers. And I'm sure I am missing a plug, but I think that that's it that I can come up with at the top of my head. But go check those out because, you know, I, I, I provide useful information most days. Yeah, most. So so this uh, Disney game that's coming out, what's the name of it again? Disney Dreamlight Valley. I played with the avatar design tool. It looks pretty cool. Early access September 6th. If you purchase the Founders Pack and the cheapest one is $30. Um, and I have a bunch of FAQs and stuff on my blog post that you can check out. And, especially, and I also have like um, graphics on what you get with each Founders Pack and uh, trailers and stuff of the game. Very cool. Uh, I was uh, I I vaguely knew of it, but then I saw a lot of social media posts about it. So I will definitely check out your FAQs and uh, all the good stuff you're putting out there to answer my questions. So thank you for that, Steffers. You're very welcome. Looking forward to uh, the content you are making and what you will put out with uh, said game. Uh, follow me on Twitter, L-A-N-D-O-Z. Please go follow me, Landon Doan. I'm the best, Landon Doan, not the rest. That's where you can follow me, 280 characters at a time on Twitter. I also run a website, buttmunchchips.com, buttmunchchips. Sit on your butt and munch, 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 munch. 
That's where you can find really, really old stuff I did in my college radio days. Uh, podcasts talking about uh, video games, old wrestling, Game of Thrones. No, I haven't watched House of Dragons. I still have a bad taste in my mouth with the way Thrones ended originally. Um, uh, interviews with the cast of Aqua Teen Hunger Force, Venture Brothers, um, Futurama, fun stuff like that. And I also appear on The Phil Show, News Talk 98.7 W. Okay, I radio station locally here in Knoxville, Tennessee, streaming 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time at Newstalk987.com. Also available in the iHeartRadio app and the Newstalk987 app as well. Um, uh, Steppers, any final thoughts, closing regards, remarks before we hit the dough? Mm, there's always a rainbow after the rain, something like that. Light at the end of the tunnel. Don't lose hope. Let's, Keep yeah. moving forward. Just keep swimming. Yeah, I was going to get, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can get the idea. Yep, exactly. All right. Thank a cast member. Thank a team member. Disney and Universal, pay your cast members and pay your team members a living wage. If it wasn't for them, none of what you have going on, none of it happens. We love coming down to your parks. We even tolerate spending all of our money down at your parks. But without them, you got nothing. So take care of them like you should. And take care of each other. You don't know what everybody else has going on in their life. Be decent to each other. You don't know how far a kind word or a kind gesture will go for somebody else. And it costs you nothing to be nice. And take care of yourself. Not only physically, I'm talking mentally too. Your mental health, just as important as your physical health too. So for my friend Steppers, my name is Landon Doe. You've been great. We've been Dawes Does Disney. Stay tuned for the secret sound, you Jedi scum. <laughs> um, hello? <laughs> you haven't been running in the city with your squad? Uh, no. I don't actually know if you could hear the words, but <laughs> we're going to go with that. You could have. Um, well, I mean, if you've looked at me, I, I don't do a whole lot of running, <laughs> regardless if it's with my squad, Steffers. That's a mood. <laughs> <laughs> so freaking mood, dude. I like the fact that you now have entrance music. That's 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 pretty badass. I mean, I'm pretty legit. I mean, you are. A verified Twitter account has followed me. Wait, a, a check mark is following you? Hey, uh, give me one second. I'm gonna help uh Lindsay with her stuff, okay? That's fine. I'm gonna go back to jamming out then. All right, yeah, yeah. Go go run in the streets with your crew or whatever it is you kids are doing. Get out of here. You don't know any Lil Wayne. You can't guilt me, Steffers. I'm not guilt. I'm not even gonna be there, so I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. But but you're silently judging me. I can feel it. Oh, 100 percent because it's two hundred dollars I wouldn't have spent if you don't go in the houses. I'm going for Jay. That's what friends do. That's two hundred dollars. Mm, no, two hundred dollars. I'm getting my full ass experience. Full ass, not not half ass. Full ass. Ass. I just want to say ass. Producer Mark Tape. I'm a renegade Twitter user. I Twitter by my own rules until I'm put in Twitter jail.
Me and Lindsay, we finished Only Murders in the Building season <gasps> two. That show is so... Dude, the finale was so good. I know, right? That, like, holy sh that It's phenomenal. And the first few episodes, I was like, I don't know if I... I don't... Where, mm. And then, like, it picked up. And then the ending, I was like, it was so good. Both worlds, as my lovely and most famous friend once said, Hannah Montana. I want, like, a cool... Chachki. I think yeah, I just want a Chachki. I mean, everybody's <laughs> pro Chachki. Not not only getting a Chachki, but saying the word Chachki. That hurts my soul too. All right. Let's do the podcast, David. We're gonna get too sidetracked. Oh yeah, yeah. We do that. Ah uh, yeah, well, we're we're uh what's it called? Dynamic duo. That's how it goes. That is true. All right. It's a Monday morning, and you know what that means, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that 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 that, that. nailed it <laughs> you know there's there's a lot of stuff i can do well heck there's even a couple things i can do very well but when it comes to graphic design that is one thing i cannot do at all thankfully i have a friend in matt and love of the mouse multimedia you know and love their work the sleek and soon-to-be-beloved logo for this very podcast, Does Does Disney, that was them. The classic morning monorail logo and all its variants, that was Love of the Mouse too. And not only does Love of the Mouse have an incredible talent for graphic design, they're easy to work with and collaborate. They listen to your ideas and suggestions, then they bring them to life. So if you're looking to start your own blog, podcast, YouTube channel, Etsy shop, whatever creative outlet that you're thinking of, Love of the Mouse can help your brand to stand out in the crowd. Connect with Matt on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram by searching Love of the Mouse Multimedia or at L-O-T-M Multimedia or visit loveofthemousepodcast.com or email loveofthemousepodcast at gmail.com to contact him about your design needs. We're talking logos, social media promos, advertisements, websites, and so much more. And if you're uh, looking for some more awesome Disney content, make sure and subscribe to his show, Love of the Mouse Podcast, on your favorite streaming applications. And tell him the Dawes sent you. I, I, I don't know if that'll get you anything up. I just always wanted to say that. Yeah.